wedding photography, a lumberjack husband, a two-year-old, and everything in between. Hi, I'm Alex, and welcome to My Stay-at-Home Life, a podcast devoted to life as an entrepreneur while juggling a toddler, marriage, crafting, dinner recipes, and advice. Whether you are just starting out as a stay-at-home mama, or if you are starting your photography career, this podcast is for you. Welcome! Happy, happy Wednesday, friends. So today is going to be a really fun podcast because I am kind of talking about how this all started, how my wedding photography career started and kind of what got me into the business and yeah, all the ups and downs, the highs, the lows, everything. So you're going to want to buckle up because it's going to be a really good episode. Um, It's going to be just kind of an honest glimpse into what my life has been. And over the last five years, because that's actually when we started, all of this is five years ago, which is so crazy that it's already been that long. And yeah, so just about all of the different weddings that we've shot and just what a nightmare the first wedding I ever shot was versus now that all of our clients really respect us. And yeah, so I'll kind of show you how to get there and um, just, yeah, just kind of break down all of this that is wedding photography. So it'll be a really, really good episode. And I'm so excited to share all this with you guys. So I really remember um, when this kind of all first started for me, I remember I was shopping with my grandma. Actually, we were thrifting and it was so fun because I actually just bought a really cheap like Canon Rebel. I think it was like a T3i or something. So basically, um, if you are not savvy with cameras, which is totally fine, no judgment at all. But um, if you kind of know about cameras, like there's, it's like this little tiny camera that like, is just, I don't know, like kind of almost like feels like a professional camera but it's not it's definitely a good thing to first start out with like I would recommend them to everybody because they're actually pretty good cameras but the one that I had was definitely not like I don't know like anything to write home about it was just so funny and and then not only that I got a nifty 50 lens so that basically means it's like a fixed camera lens so it's kind of actually super hard to use now thinking back on it like it's really helpful for like if you um need to get like kind of a condensed shot of family members or the couple or whoever you're photographing and um but together like they actually make a really good set Um, but definitely it made my life a little bit hard because I just didn't realize what else was out there. So, you know, I was brand new and I was just so excited to get started wherever I could. And I remember, um, yeah, just like thrifting with my grandma, with my mom and my sister. And I remember just taking pictures of anything and everything that inspired me. And I was just kind of standing there just falling in love with photography and I didn't even realize it. And, um... And I too, I just remember like going on all these photo adventures and just shooting photos of my friends. And I remember just starting out like just really not doing anything specific. I just remember asking couples of like friends of mine if they could pose for me. And I got to do all these really interesting, eclectic, super cute like photo shoots. And I remember just having the best time with it. And I had no idea where it was going to go. And like I said, it was all free shoots. So it's not like they were these like super dramatic, fancy, like expensive photo shoots. And I was not making any money. Um, 
And I would think I charged like $50 for a photo shoot, which is like nothing. Um, but at the time, like you kind of have to pay your dues a little bit. And that's something that I think a lot of photographers like don't really realize that they have to do is kind of just, if you don't really know what you're doing yet and you feel inexperienced, just kind of pay your dues and practice and get there and you will get there. Just, just practice. And I just feel like that's super important. But um, something kind of fun that did happen, though, a couple years after I started getting into photography, I actually applied for an internship at a live magazine. Um, it's an Alive Magazine is a magazine company that is based in St. Louis, Missouri, where I'm originally from shout out. Um, and so, yeah, and I loved working there and it was actually really cool because I remember like when I arrived at the interview, I was super, super late. So I already was like, oh great. I'm just, I'm already going to lose this opportunity before I even get it. So, but I walked into the office and I was super confident and, um, my boss, like Amanda, she was looking through my photos cause you had to bring like a little photo book kind of showing off your skills a little bit. And so when I brought that to her, she's like, Alex, like, I honestly think you would do better at fashion, at fashion photography. And I was like, okay, like I would have never thought ever in my life to do fashion photography. And, but I did like, I was like, okay, well, that sounds great. Like I'll just jump in and do it and let's see where it goes. And so I remember the first time I met my other boss, Sarah, she was working for a live magazine at the time. And now she's living in Los Angeles, which is just super her. And it's awesome. And I'm super happy for her that she gets to live there. Um, but she kind of just gave me this opportunity of a lifetime. Like I remember getting invited to all these different parties for a live magazine, like all of these super fancy parties that I would probably never have been invited to in my entire life. And I remember just sitting there being so thankful for just kind of what God brought me from to where I was at then. And that was just the beginning. That wasn't even shooting weddings yet. And I just remember having the best time and I got to meet so many different people. And yeah, and that experience was just the coolest. I'm so thankful that I got to do that. So if Sarah, if you're listening to this, just thank you so much for giving me the opportunity because it was amazing. Um... And then two, when I actually did start getting into weddings, I was second shooting with my friend Gertrude, that's a local photographer in St. Louis, um, and she just had another kiddo, so she actually isn't doing it anymore, but she was a great teacher, and my little sister actually was shooting with her first, and she just fell in love with it, and so... um, I remember Cassandra, my little sister, asked me to come with her and Gertrude to a wedding just to kind of learn the ropes in the second shoot and because they both knew that I was wanting to get into wedding photography and that's really how I learned it was through Gertrude. So Gertrude, you're an awesome teacher and I love you and um, and after kind of second shooting for a little bit, I remember I was just like sitting there. I'm like, I really want to just start doing this kind of on my own. Like I feel like I can really do this. And just kind of grasping just a wedding day and what that really looks like and being able to just hang out with people and meet people and be confident in what I was doing. And yeah, I just, I really felt like the pull to just kind of branch off and do this. And, um, and so, uh, a couple of people, like a couple of friends of mine, they gave me the opportunity to shoot their wedding 
and that was my first wedding ever and it was just it ended up being just a nightmare it was just the hardest day and I remember just after the wedding day was done I remember I literally came home just crying because from the first moment of the day to the very last it was just awful like and um and just so many people like treated me so awful that day and and it's okay because like I understand that with wedding photography and with weddings in general your friends just want you to have the absolute best day and I completely understand that um and so but at the time I didn't really grasp that I just thought that they were being mean just to be mean which is not the truth like she just wanted her friend to have the best day and I completely understand that now um but honestly like going through that wedding day um just made me really appreciative of all the lessons I learned basically in one day and so I actually got to build my contract around that day because you guys if you have not built a contract and you're a wedding photographer like after you listen to this you need to build your contract because it is so important like I've literally from that wedding I literally had to put in my contract you will be nice to me you will feed me and you will be respectful to me because literally that whole day I was not respected once and it was just the worst and so um but like I said super thankful that I went through it because I got to learn so many good lessons and um and yeah, so now I'm like completely voiced in what's going on and I know how to stand up for myself and I know what to say and it's just awesome. So just it's amazing what you can do whenever you just push forward and you don't give up on your dream because that is so important just to not give up on your dream. Because like I said in the last episode, you just really don't know who you're affecting with your specific dream because yeah, I just feel like it's so important to kind of find out who you are and just really go for it because I just in this season of honestly just through COVID, I feel like I've been learning exactly who I'm supposed to be and to step into my calling and I just wouldn't have it any other way. It's a really hard thing to go through to kind of change and grow and learn new things and even if you feel like your life is constantly changing and you're constantly growing and constantly fighting just to become who you are, sometimes you're just called to just sit there and wait and just try to figure out exactly what makes you passionate and exactly what makes you you and what makes you just filled with so much joy because I remember when I came home from that first wedding day, I just remember so much thinking to myself, is this really what I'm supposed to be doing? Am I just supposed to get beat up by couples all day? And then hopefully their photos will turn out well, because I don't know about you, but I'm definitely the type of person that if people have been basically just really being horrible to me all day, I just, my creativity is just gone. It's just completely shut off. And I hate that, but it's just kind of what it is. And I'm learning how to just kind of put that in the back of my brain and move on but it's still hard it's still definitely something I'm working out and working on and I think it will constantly be something I'm working on it's just getting over myself and realizing that not everybody is out to get me or not everybody is just being mean to be mean sometimes they're just stressed out 
and it's okay to be stressed out. We're all humans. It's okay. Everybody has an off day. We all know this. So, um, but after that wedding day, honestly, things got a lot better. I mean, we were definitely still doing weddings that were cheap and not at all the price that we should have been charging, but that's okay. Like I said, we were first starting out, so we didn't really feel like we deserved to get paid a good amount of money yet. And, um, because at that time we were only charging $500 for an all day wedding day. Shoot me in the face. It was just, oh, you guys, like it was just not great. And so I remember, especially after a really exhausting wedding day, I just remember being like, okay, I probably need to charge more in order to not be just flat out exhausted after doing these kind of wedding days. Cause even if they were awful, at least we were getting paid something, you know? So, um, but then kind of after Cassandra shot with me for that wedding, I asked Michael to, because my husband is actually a photographer as well. So he kind of joined forces with me. So we kind of, we met a little bit after I started doing wedding photography and, um, and whenever we got together, I was like, oh my gosh, you can do this with me and it'll be amazing. And so, and I don't know, like the first time we shot a wedding, I remember we fought the entire time, you guys, the entirety of the day we were fighting and we weren't being obnoxious about it. Like the couple had no idea that we were even fighting, but it just, oh man, how do I describe this? So when you're in a relationship and you think that you're just epic at this relationship, just either go on a road trip or shoot a wedding day together. Because let me tell you, you really find out who that person is and who you are because it can get dicey real quick. So Michael and I figured out immediately that we had to work out a plan on wedding days to go in and attack it because we were on such opposite playing fields. And now because, well, I guess here, let me kind of go back a little bit. So with Michael and I shooting together, so Michael is very much like a classic photographer. He kind of shoots the photos that your parents want on your mantelpiece if that makes sense. And then I'm kind of the one that shoots the more eclectic, more artistic photos. And what's really cool is that now we kind of brand ourselves to kind of go for both things. And Michael still, still shoots like all of his classic photography, like photos, but then I get to come in and shoot all the artistic ones. So it's a really good mixture of all these different photos that kind of please everybody, which is super cool. Like how we went from fighting about it because I was like, why can't you just shoot like me? Why can't you just photograph like me? And I would get so frustrated and annoyed whenever I was missing a golden opportunity to have him be exactly who he is and photograph like exactly who he is because it actually helps us to market to those couples that are kind of more on the classic scale, but also like a mixture of artistic photos. So yeah, so that was just really interesting to slowly figure out is that we actually worked really well together with kind of making it so different for the couples. And it was just really cool to see their faces after because what's really nice about it is that I would edit all the pictures. So they actually looked very consistent. Um, but they were just kind of a mixture of all these different poses. And I don't know, it was just, it was a really cool thing to finally just have it click one day. And then, um, 
we kind of just started charging more money and realizing that we were worth a lot more than what we were charging. And that is a huge deal to finally figure out that you are worth so much more than what you're charging or who you think you are is just an amazing process to go through. And it's definitely one of those things where you become more, um, I don't know, I would say more confident in yourself because you actually realize that you're worth more than what you're giving out to people, which I just kind of look at life like that as well. Just realizing that you are worth more than how people treat you sometimes. And you need to understand that you're worth more than that. And then what's really ironic is that all the friends that you're not supposed to have or all the people that you're not supposed to have in your life or all the clients you're not supposed to have will just kind of fall by the wayside. And that's what you want to happen. I just have realized too that I never want to force clients on us like at all, even if it's good money, I just never want to do that. I want to make sure that they are as happy as they can be on their wedding day. And kind of something that I was doing a long time ago was just kind of, I don't know how to really describe this, but I wasn't forcing anybody because obviously you can't make them pay you money, but I was definitely doing everything in my wheelhouse to get them to hire us. And I just remember those weddings that I specifically did that for were just the worst wedding days. And the photos turned out beautiful and it was fine, but I remember just feeling so miserable because I'm like, I didn't even actually want to shoot this, but I was just doing this because I needed money, which is not a good excuse to do anything if you just need money. And unless it's a very dire need to get money, then I understand that. But if it's something to do with your passion and you actually don't need the money, I don't know. I feel like it's definitely something that you shouldn't just rely on and do just because it's comfortable. And I was just realizing that I was not trusting God with any of this. And I was just basically forcing myself to do things, even though I could have just sat back and rested and understood that the weddings that I was supposed to get would come to me naturally. And that's what's been happening. And that's why Michael and I have been super blessed with all the cool couples that we've gotten to photograph because they've all come to us naturally. And I haven't had to force anything. And of course, like I'm a big believer in working hard for what you earn. Like I'm not saying that just to let it fall into your lap, like obviously work for it, but I'm just saying you don't have to strive and hustle and just burn yourself out. Cause I see that so much of wedding photographers and even with any career like that, you're just working, 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 working. And then you just end up getting so tired. And I remember one year, Michael and I shot about, oh, I would say about 25 weddings, which is a lot of weddings to shoot, a lot. And I remember I made more money than I ever have in my entire life. But in the same breath, I remember feeling so weak and so tired. And I remember I didn't even want to do wedding photography after that year. And that's kind of when it clicked for me to just accept the weddings that we feel like we're supposed to get. And honestly, with weddings that fall through when people ghost you I'm like okay like obviously we weren't meant to get that wedding and I just never force it anymore so that's something I have for sure learned to just not do anymore and I feel like that is super important 
And yeah, so just basically what I'm trying to say is just trust the process, you guys, and it will happen for you. And if it's not supposed to happen for you, then just understand that your passion is elsewhere and you're supposed to be doing something else that is equally as special because you are special and yeah, and people need your specific gift. So I don't know. I just feel like trusting the process is such a huge deal, especially in this life right now, because life can be so chaotic and crazy. But if you just sit back and rest, your passion and your talents will come up naturally, especially if you aren't trying and striving and hustling and becoming super burnt out and tired. And so with wedding photography, I've just learned so much of it. And I'm just so beyond thankful for everybody that has taken me under their wing and have just taught me the ins and outs of it because it's just so important to do that. And I just love being able to do that for others now. I love when people reach out to me and ask me just if they can photograph with me or if they can shadow me or if they can meet up with me for coffee and yeah, and just kind of teaching them how to do this because I know that it's so confusing and so hard to start out with. And that's with any passion project or any talent or dream to start out and just knowing when to start and what to do and kind of the first step to take and the first jump to take. And so yeah, so just to end this podcast, I would just say to just really look inside yourself and kind of think about what you're striving and what you're hustling for and really think through if it's worth it or not and think through if that's really what you want to be doing and if it's not then just sit back and take a beat and just rest and just think about the things that really fill you full of joy and do those things for a while until your actual talent comes to fruition because it will so yeah but I hope that you guys are having a great day and I'm so thankful for each and every one of you for coming on here and listening to this. And please, too, um, if you have my phone number or for friends on Instagram or anything, please reach out to me and kind of ask me and tell me what you want me to talk about. Because I would love to just talk about different subjects that interest people. And um, yeah, so I think we should just start from there. But the next podcast, get ready for this, is going to literally be about mom guilt and struggling with being an entrepreneur and kind of going through those motions so it's gonna be a spicy one but a really really good one and yeah and then after that who knows so just please reach out to me and let me know if there's anything specific you would like to hear and I would love to hear from you guys so anyways but I hope you have a great rest of your day (music) 